Hello people of Earth, welcome to the Two Aliens Podcast. And now, your hosts Noman and Nabil. Hi guys, hope you're all having a very good day. I'm joined here with my friend and co-host Nabil. Nabil, how's it going, man? Hey, Maman, I'm good, man. That was so fucking gracious, man. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Another mass shooting was last week in Odessa, Texas. Reports came out that seven people were killed and 20 more were injured. That's a lot, man. That's a lot, man. I mean... The news that came after the mass shooting was uh, what was really alarming. The guy did not have a background check on mm. him, okay? And he didn't buy a gun from a licensed dealership. He bought the gun from a private seller. And private sellers don't really require a background check. Private seller has, a, in a <clears throat> sense, like what? Like those guys who sell weed in the dark alleys and stuff? <laughs> maybe, I don't know, maybe. But Similarly, that would be the ones... I guess so. I mean, private seller is anyone who is not an authorized dealer, right? Yeah. So it could be anyone, you know. It could even be an online store, perhaps. No, online store guys have to be legalized. Really? Yeah, they have to. Okay. I mean, like, um, that's what I think so. Okay. If you are, you're, like, you have your own web. I mean, if you are a seller mm-hmm. and you have your own web page or something and you are, like, you know, letting people post their pictures of guns and stuff and mm-hmm. letting people uh, sell their guns and stuff mm-hmm. you gotta be legalized some in some way or some other way i think so that's what my opinion is at the end of the day the problem is the guy did the guy had a mental health issue that's always the same man that's no listen the guy had a mental health issue which automatically disqualified him from buying guns from a dealership oh okay Okay, and then he ended up buying guns from a private seller. And then he went shot on a rampage. Yeah. Went on a rampage, went on a killing spree, shot so many people. Man, well, did they announce any motives behind this person? Why did he do that? Or any idea at all? Man, at the end of the day, I think what the problem is, we are quite quick to label uh, Muslims as terrorists. But, you know, when it comes to people of other faith or other skin color you know Hmm. Uh, as you can say people of privilege it's always a mental health issue okay no denying this guy did have mental health issues you know Hmm. you can't go on a killing spree if you're sane of mind Hmm. so man uh about this thing of you know guns and stuff yeah it's it's crazy man how the way people are going on a rampage and doing man the thing is people are very passionate about their guns People are very passionate about their gums, the, uh, not gums, I mean guns, <laughs> I wish people were passionate about their gums, <laughs> uh, then you wouldn't see people with horrible teeth. Anyways, um, yeah, people are very passionate about their guns. The NRA, in my opinion, does a very good job mm. at, at keeping these people, uh, keeping people mm. who already have guns buy more guns and introducing new people to more guns it's but i think it's in their constitution right they have the right to buy them and you have the right to bear arms that's correct you know i Mm. i cannot deny that and yes it's in the constitution nobody's taking your guns away from you the problem is Mm. there's no need to have extra guns where you can probably survive with a rifle why are you able to buy ar-15s with uh, with customized stocks it's like I mean, it's no, it's not Call of Duty, man. It's real life. 
I mean, you're able to buy guns that are used in warfares. Yeah, man. Those yeah, that that is freaking crazy, man. You remember? I uh, just reminded me of an incident in New Zealand, the one uh, Christchurch shooting thing. Christchurch shooting, yes. And the guy had guns, a stack of guns, first of all, and yes. then they were modified guns. Yes. Freaking crazy, man. Freaking crazy. Uh, the amount of money they are spending on their weapons, just to uh, to make it more accurate. Yes. It's scary, man. It's scary. Now, I think there should be a check and balance in terms of uh, health wise, uh, physically. Financially, you gotta check out everything of this person. Man, what I don't understand is why can, let's say, a mentally mm. unstable person buy a gun? Why can someone mm. with a criminal record buy a gun? Why can someone who has a who has been involved in gun incidents mm. buy a gun? Man, yeah, that's the big, big fat ass question to ask. Yeah. Actually, the thing is, uh, but for this incident, the one with the mental issue. Uh, I gotta say, man, he just went to some place else to buy those guns, and that's the issue. Once you buy from those, um, you know, people who are selling them illegally or whatever the way, you, the cops can't go and catch every one of them. Yeah, but then that's even, the issue, even, man. even it's, it's even, hard for them. To yeah, do, but then even legally, down. man, even legally, people are buying guns, and you know they are going on killing sprees. So many mass shootings happen. I mean, mass shootings mm. are like what once a month, right? Now it's like every month you get exactly. to see a mass shooting, and a mass shooting in school you get to see like once or twice a year. Yeah, I was actually coming to and that that's point the also. That's the fucked up part, man. You're mm. sending your kids to school, and you're not even sure if they're gonna return back home. Exactly, man. It's like a, it's unpredictable scenario happening in the in the states, man, in the yeah. USA. I don't think it's a it's a right or left issue. I mean, I don't think it's uh, it's something you should uh, you know you should have an opinion about based on which party you support. It's a humanitarian issue because humans are getting killed, people are getting killed, kids are getting killed, man. You know, I I could be wrong. The reason why I think is that the the why these guys are having those why they request to have guns and stuff is because you know you never know. They are they say maybe I could be wrong. They say that you know. They gotta defend themselves from governments and you know from the government and the army and the army and the aliens and all that shit and stuff. You never know somebody could attack them, so you gotta be prepared. Some even claim that you know the ones who are living in the rural areas and the villages and all that stuff, they gotta protect themselves from you know uh, gangsters and uh, animals and all that stuff. So that's why they feel that they yeah again. Have those but guns. you know I don't have a problem with listen. It's if it's in the law, it's in the law, right? And mm. You should respect the law, but. Problem is having access to guns. You know, you can shoot entire churches or mosques with. Yeah, you know, finishing up old magazines and stuff, and exactly, even having a stack man. of stuff even behind. Exactly. Fully loaded, and not just one gun. Yeah, multiple weapons they have in with them. So yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's a very like you know, it's a very sensitive topic. On one hand, some people they claim that you know um, you gotta have those guns. On the other hand, uh, I feel. You should completely remove them from the market. But then again, it's a huge business, and if yeah, I mean, government... the guns aren't going anywhere, man. Yeah. And NRA has so, 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 so much money invested exactly. in in gun lobbying. You know, this business is not going anywhere. Simple as that. I mean, NRA is actually paying lawmakers in Australia to bring back guns in Australia. If you remember Whoa. back in the nineties, yes? yes, back in NRA. Man, NRA is the National Rifle Association. I know that Okay, yeah. of of USA. Okay, yeah, but, but they, they operate. Influence? No, they operate worldwide. They operate worldwide, man. 
and the problem is back in 90s there was a mass shooting in australia mm. and at the time mm. at the time the government in australia was conservative not liberal okay the government decided that you know enough is enough we're mm. going to take away all the guns mm. since then okay there haven't been any mass shootings of course there have been there have been a few incidents right mm. but as far as mass shootings are concerned zero the number has dropped completely and just recently by the way new zealand also decided to uh, cancel this thing of they were saying that uh, they're going to take away all yeah, the guns right? all, yeah. and up to a certain percentage they have achieved that yeah. goal uh, but thing man that's what i'm saying uh, on one hand some people they claim that they have the right and they should uh, it's one way of defending themselves yeah. and on the other hand uh, some people they claim that you know the guns should be taken away uh but it's it, I, i think as you are saying yeah there are huge lobbies and uh, huge organizations on the back end who are like paying huge bucks i mean people who have yeah people who have guns okay they can have uh, many motives to have guns as you mentioned okay one of the motives is not trusting the government and mm. you know let's be honest the governments not not just talking about usa here okay the governments in many countries you, people don't generally trust them right yeah and then there's another motive that okay he has a gun mm. maybe i should have a gun too exactly right uh, that's a factor that many people don't realize because they're like okay my neighbor has a gun maybe i should have a gun too mm. okay and then the neighborhood factors come neighborhood factors come in yeah. like if you're living in a neighborhood where the crime rate is high okay you got to defend yourself yeah you got to defend yourself man in some cases i mean many liberals or people on the far left you know mm. they're going to say that no you should take away all the guns uh, first of all let's be realistic yeah you can't take away all the guns okay and people who are living in areas those slums okay? and ghettos exactly okay in areas in projects or the in neighborhoods where the crime rate is very high mm-hmm. okay the best way to defend yourself is having a weapon on you yeah. simple as that okay if someone is coming in in your if if someone is coming into your home with a gun okay you can't defend yourself with a uh, with a knife exactly man it's like you're going over there uh, man you instantly you're going to be dead in in few seconds yeah. you're pointing your knife to the person the guy has a gun he's going to shoot you in the head yes he's not going to think about anything else yes so yeah uh, but the, yeah but the best logical approach in this situation is to have background checks and to have background checks of current gun owners as well you know just to make it's, sure no man it's once again it's useless it's pointless to have uh, uh, checkups on these guys because as you were saying you know in slums and ghettos yeah. there is no check and balance cops they don't show up in those you know slim alleys and all those areas yeah they don't want to get themselves killed and they don't want to go and tell those guys man come on hand over the guns or we want to do a mental checkup you don't want to take the risk yeah so it's like even in the southeast asian countries in the rural areas in the villages areas no i mean it doesn't uh, only have to be about the mental checkup man if you have a criminal if you've had a criminal record i don't think you should you should have a gun on you but then uh, listen the thing is unless you're completely reformed you now know? for example i'm saying this thing for example there was a guy okay he had a gun he killed someone he was put into jail mm-hmm. but now the other party mm-hmm. the victim party uh they were like now nah, we're going to take take revenge okay yeah. this guy so when he comes out from the jail okay whenever he com- comes out later well, on, i get your point he has yeah. to protect himself yeah, exactly yeah. so he has to buy a gun to defend his ass man you yeah. never know maybe after like 5 years out of jail yeah. one night he's in his home and the next thing is that he opens the door and boom he's he's dead 
So yeah, you gotta be. You know, this is where it gets messy. It's it's like. And know, the problem is the lawmakers have to find a solution because. Either you, you abolish it completely, like you know you. Mass like, shootings are not gonna stop. See, there has to be some middle ground. You cannot abolish it completely. NRA has a lot of lobbying power, as I mentioned. Not just uh, not just locally, but internationally mm. as well. And the problem with taking away all the guns is you're basically throwing away a whole whole industry from your country. Exactly, you man. Get exactly. The point? Yeah, yeah. And not as you, you mentioned industries, uh, not just NRA who are promoting this uh, system, but even the ones who are making these weapons. There's industries in those factories. Yeah, because they're working with NRA. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And there are thousands of employees working for them. Exactly. So if you cut off this whole system, you're cutting off those jobs, Exactly. Man. And listen... Uh, the livelihood, exactly. Yeah, listen, militaries have contracts. No, okay. Milita- militaries have contracts with manufacturers, right? Mm, of course. Okay. This is different. The, the most profit that they make, okay, is from people. It's mm, from private exactly. people, right? Exactly, exactly. And if, let's say, if you're cutting your biggest source of revenue, right? How are you going to survive? Exactly, man, exactly. And the thing, plus, uh, as Numan was saying that, you know, NRA is uh, having international, uh, you know, uh, influence. influence outside also, outside USA. Then I guess they're selling guns outside also. So it's like if you cut off from within the country, you're cutting off the clients from abroad also. It's like a loss for the company. Uh, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I get it's what like you're they're gonna be, you know, not gonna make profit out of it. So it's gonna be a huge loss for them. So because you, you see the companies, they they sell not just to one party, they sell to the other party also. For example, a, a country A is waging war on country B. So they're country, selling to both countries. Yeah, they will be selling to both countries, yeah. and country B will B will also demand for to have guns in return. Yeah. So that's how it is. So if you shut down one source, you know, uh, it's gonna get messy. And uh, second of all, okay, even if you shut down one source, other companies will pop up also. So it's hard to catch all of them. And illegally, uh, guns are also made in huge bulk. How many can you? Uh, how many people can you catch and put them in in prison? So yeah, but you have to start somewhere, man. I know, I know, you have to start. But you know, I, oh, by the way, you just reminded me of. Uh, of this video I was watching and uh, uh, this new channel in the Middle East they made a report of uh, Southeast Asian country and uh, they, they went to this rural area in the village and this whole village is just dedicated in making guns that's it clean cut like they just make guns of different w- shapes and sizes even they make bullets and they even have this one area where you can try out your, your weapons and stuff and I think you're talking about Pakistan exactly and you're bro. talking about the wise documentary uh, I'm I don't not know mistaken. if it's Al Jazeera or someone. I think uh, it so. was Vice, I'm pretty sure. I've seen that documentary. Yeah, it's, so yeah. that's that's crazy. It was the uh, northern areas of Pakistan, exactly. right? close the, to Afghanistan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the Where the is, Taliban uh, influence still remains. Yeah, so now the, the, shop, the shop owners over there who are making guns, their concern is that their generations and generations of people, uh, families have been doing this kind of business. So now uh, if the government comes in and tries to interfere and tries to... What the government was saying basically was... <clears throat> that they want to uh, implement a rule 
okay, you guys can make your weapons and stuff, but you gotta be like, you know, legalized. Exactly, licensed. licensed. Yeah. On that thing, actually, regulated. Exactly. So that they can pay taxes also. But now that's the fear, uh, the fear among the people in that area is that, you know, they're gonna shut down the place or they're gonna bribe those guys. Uh, like they're gonna ask for more money and stuff, extortion thingy. So yeah, um, it's a huge mess up. But the, the thing, my back to the point, my purpose of saying all of this was that it's kind of scary, man. That's just one village. Just think about this in in that same country. How many other villages are producing on a large scale like these weapons and stuff? So how many can you stop them? Even in other countries, also this thing is going on. So yeah, uh, it's a huge mess yeah, up. Yeah, but man. again, we are not talking about gun ma gun manufacturing here, man. We are talking about mass shootings, and how you can control mass shootings. I think the best way to go forward is to make background checks mandatory and strict. Mm. Because first of all, you cannot take away all the guns. You cannot shut down manufacturers. But the best thing you can do in this situation is make sure that people who are mentally ill. Or mm. uh, people who have aggressive tendencies, they don't have access to guns. And the other thing you can make sure is uh, you can't uh, make sure is that you can't buy these uh, assault rifles or you know stock rifles. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. first of all, an AR-15 is already crazy. Okay, and then you are adding more stock to it. Exactly, man. Exactly. I yeah. mean, this is real life. Again, this is not uh, Call of Duty or PUBG. You know. Oh, talk about Call of Duty and PUBG games. Those kind of games are so popular among kids. And uh, even parents are complaining about this issue that, you know, uh, is game, these kind of video games, are they having mental, you know, issues or uh, harmful effects on, on children? Numan, what do you think about this? See, okay, I'll make two points first, mm -hmm. right? So, I believe games are good for kids, okay? I believe games are good for kids. I'm not talking about shooter games here. Okay? Yeah, well, <laughs> so just that's what I'm looking at you. I'm like, yeah. which guy? Oh, I'm <laughs> no, games, especially games that are um, built, that are skill-based, okay? Mm. I think those games are very good for kids in developing, what do you call, problem-solving skills, oh, yeah. right? And criti critical thinking skills. Yeah. Yeah, so those games, games are so uncommon now. For example, like Call of Duty, Battlefield, and recently the next game which is going to come up and most people are expecting is the Doom uh, sequel mm -hmm. from Bethesda and ID, I think so. Yeah, so these games are violent, man. These games are, 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 are more in demand yeah, actually. Not really, man. People are buying all types of games. You're just looking at one side of the picture here. People are still buying games like Overwatch and people are still buying games which like... Which has guns Mine in it. Overwatch. Which has guns in it. So? People, let me get to the point. People are still buying games like Minecraft. People are... Mm. Uh, Super Mario on the Nintendo, what do you call? Uh, those are like, yeah, those baby games. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Okay, so yeah, I hope I don't want to offend uh, the ones who play Super Mario. Yeah, Super Mario Smash Bros. But I think something was not like, Smash Bros. The one that came came out recently in the new uh, Nintendo DS device. Yeah, so, something. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, okay, there are games out there. Yeah, but, that game is actually um, one of the best selling game. It was actually the best game of the year and one of the best selling games of the year. Like. Uh, for all people for all for all, for all ages yeah 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 for oh, all okay. ages because you know it, so uh, i mean you're just looking at one side of the picture let's be clear like there are easily hmm. more than 
100,000 games, okay? Yeah, okay, annually, every game, yeah. like annually. And as a parent, as a parent, I think it's your responsibility to make sure what type of games your kid has access to listen. I mean, it's the technological age, right? Hmm. You're using a phone, you're using a laptop, you have a device with you all the time, you have smart hmm. TVs, okay? So you can't really keep your kids off these things. What you can do is you can schedule times. Um, like let's say okay you can schedule a time where the kid is studying so you can set up an app or you can set up an application on mm. a desktop system okay mm. that you know once that time is over that mm. your kid is no longer able to use your device use their device yeah right another thing you can do is you can block them from downloading apps okay that you know are violent so for example um, in mobiles I'm pretty sure you've heard PUBG is uh, PUBG is all the craze now it has, I think, more than 10 million or more than 50 million downloads. Yeah, exactly. It is... Uh, more than 100 million, actually. I'm sorry. Plus even Fortnite also. Yeah, and Fortnite as well. Fortnite is actually a console or Windows-based game. Mm. Uh, but, you know, even uh, mobile gaming has increased over time. So, kids are... more. Many more kids are playing uh, games on their mobiles than ever. So, again, I'll get back to the point. As far as games are concerned, I don't think you should stop your kids from playing games, okay? Mm. Um, I mean, there have been studies, and if you would like, I can cite them as well, because I was recently writing an article about uh, about impact of video games on kids. Mm. There have been studies that uh, show a positive correlation between games and developing neuromotor skills, mm. building good hand-eye coordination. Yeah, you okay. and all that stuff. Yeah, and you know, building these critical thinking and uh, problem-solving skills. Exactly. Okay, now let's get to the dark side of gaming. <laughs> um, first of all, okay, uh, what I feel that parents should do more is, you know, read the label rating on a game. Okay. Yeah. So, before <clears throat> buying, before taking your, your before child. buying, man, I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. Okay, I turned out fine, but <laughs> me and Nabil, we are from the PS2, PS1 generation, right? Yeah. So when we were growing up, we were around the same age as kids uh, these days who are playing PUBG. Okay, and we did play some violent games exactly, back then. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Exactly. And listen, not every kid kid responds the same way. Okay. <clears throat> like, uh, I mean, <clears throat> I would I would say that you know, yeah, you. I think even in, during our time, yeah, as, as you were saying, there were violent games. There, there were many violent games, man. Remember yeah. the, the time Mortal Kombat came out, the first oh edition? Oh my goodness. Mortal Kombat Listen, was Listen, how old were you when you played Mortal Kombat for the first time? I was, I think, nine years old, man. Exactly, man. Exactly. Yeah, something Around the same age, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is a very young age to see all that violence, And then right? you're seeing these guys taking out the skull of um, spine. Yeah, and plus. taking out their spines. Ah, shit, man. But yeah, okay, we turned out, yeah, you were right. We turned out fine. We turned out fine, but that doesn't but, mean everyone else does, right? Exactly. Um, and here's where parents need to be more proactive. Right? Like, back in the, like, back in our age, I still feel that we did have a balance between gaming, video gaming, hmm. and playing actual sports. You yeah, know, being you physically to, active. Like, I remember... Uh, okay, uh, my solution to this thing is I'll, I'll quickly say that I mean, uh, video games used to be a reward if you recall it, right? Yeah, I mean, because you would play, I mean, you would buy, go out and play every day, right? You would go out and play every day, whether it was football or whether mm. it was uh, basketball. And the good old days. Shit, the good old days, man. Yeah. Seriously. Okay, and now we're going to sound on, old. Yeah, and on the weekends, you know, you could play video games, right? And yeah, exactly. You know, uh, yeah, even if, okay, suppose you're playing on weekdays, it's like, uh, you, like, you might play maximum one or two hours and you then, you know, in the afternoon, people definitely go outside and they do something else. Like, as Numan was saying, yeah. playing sports or something. But so nowadays, I mean, you know, you... completely changed, man. Completely changed because now you have a mobile. Okay, mm. you have PUBG in your mobile. 
you're like i can just sit here and play games all day and you the worry and the problem with uh, with many of these games um, mm. shooting games okay um, first of all yeah as i mentioned the ratings the rating system second of all many shooting games many online games many player versus player games like pubg like call of duty they have a voice chat system and they have a direct chat system yeah. okay the toxic culture in gaming is real it's real you cannot deny it okay people get harassed all the time people get bullied all the time yeah okay people are using such bad language that you cannot even fathom i mean you, they're using language you know we were we didn't even know was possible you know? yeah exactly and you know uh, if adults are playing yes. call of duty or battlefield on multiplayer or on whatever you call it online and then they having communication and then some kid joins the, the chat room or whatever you call that yeah. and then you know you see abusive language is being used over there and then this kid is going to pick it up and he's going to use it on, uh, among his friends or in his family circle so yeah it's crazy and but also the issue of harassment man bullying happens a lot in gaming yeah exactly bullying happens a lot i mean the gaming industry tries to hide it but it's something you cannot hide i would say overwatch has done a very good job mm-hmm. in trying to control uh, bullying and trying to control the toxic culture in oh. some ways okay so the what they've introduced is like if someone is being toxic right if mm. someone is just uh, using bad language against you yeah. and while you're still in the game so you can't yeah. really block them while you're still in the game right okay. what you can do is you can mute them right so oh, when you mute like, them yeah oh. you can't hear their voice messages you can't see their text okay oh. so you're completely filtered out of uh, out of all that toxicity Wow. And once the game is over, you can simply block the block the user. But this thing is uh, who issues the complaint? Who gives? Who informs the Overwatch guys? Like you know to shut it down? Like people, the, no, people, you do it yourself. I mean, so if someone is being thing. toxic, you just click on their profile, right click oh. on their profile, and just uh, select mute, right? Oh, and okay. there's also a profanity filter. Okay, so if someone is using bad language, it just gets. Uh, That's good. That's yeah, good. It just gets extraized. Yeah, I was reading the papers, and there was this mention in the Middle East. There's this country. The government basically is trying to say that within the, that country, people who are, who are using the PUBG game, they want to shut down the chat rooms. What? Only, yeah, only in that uh, country. Why? Because they are fearing. They are, you know, that harassment issues can pop up. Uh, I think I think you're talking about UAE, right? Yeah, Dubai. Exactly, UAE as a whole. Uh, the parliament is coming. So there are some ministers. Uh, mm-hmm. They are trying to implement this rule, and they brought it up in the parliament that you know they should consider this. Um, But how? I know it sounds crazy. I don't know how, man. I I don't know how they're gonna do it. I don't think I don't. I it's don't not, even think it's possible, man. Even in India and Bangladesh, there have been cases of uh, mm-hmm. you know kids suffering strokes. and there was this one kid who went into a rage fit and i think he killed his father after playing what? pubg yeah that's man crazy, this man. is all real this Shit. is all real that, that, that's, oh, again this happens from lack of attention man damn man uh, we yeah. we get to the same point we it happens because of a lack of attention and you know it's not even like you don't have any options to monitor your kids or you know control what type of content they're seeing or the, what type of games they're interacting with i mean if you have a windows windows laptop okay mm. if your kid is using a windows laptop use the windows family safety uh, feature but if you have kid, windows 10 but okay? the kids can unblock it right now when it's kids are freaking smart man they can do this shit they can reverse everything. no but if they do you'll get a notification if they're trying to do anything sketchy mm. you, you're going to get a notification man unless the kid is a professional hacker <laughs> 
Okay, then it's better to stay away from the game. <laughs> and yeah, I, you have these applications in your phones as well. There's an application called FamiSafe. Hmm. Okay, it basically allows you to. So what you do is, as a parent, you download the application on your phone, and you hmm. download the application on your child's phone. Mm. right so your child's phone will have the child account on it okay mm. so then you can basically block apps okay but what if the kid removes the application from, from his mobile they cannot remove uh, they, even to uninstall the app he has to have a password which only you have cool up there yeah i mean that's how it works man and you can track their location in real time you can uh, schedule yeah. schedule using time so you know when you know it's studying time okay mm. you you can make sure your kid is not playing pubg and all these all these things but yeah man uh, i mean as a parent you have to be more vigilant okay you mm. have to take the security of your child in your own hands exactly man before before we move on so i just want to say sorry sorry, oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, to, to give you my verdict i would say that yes video games especially shooting video games mm. can be violent and as a parent you know you should try to make sure that your kid is not getting access to video games um, that can lead to aggressive ten tendencies later on in their life. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, I was I just wanted to add two things in this uh, conversation. That Numan, as you were saying, you know, when kids go to the market uh, to purchase these games, uh, the families or the parents they just gotta check out the the rating system. Yeah. Uh, if or it's for know, the adults or for the many, kids, many many kids are actually buying games online, man. Yeah, as you know, I, as you know, PlayStation and Xbox have their own online stores. Yeah, many kids don't. Many people nowadays don't really buy CDs anymore. Yeah, so, you know, uh, maybe I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm old school guy. That's what yeah. I was thinking. I was taking into consideration. Yeah. And I was still thinking that maybe, okay, parents, they go with, uh, with their kids to the shop and they buy the hard copies. No, of you actually have a good point because, uh, okay, before a kid puts a CD in the shopping cart, okay, mm. have a look at it. Exactly. Have a look at the rating. Man, and they okay. even have on the back of the cover of the CD, they even have the description of the game, what exactly. it's for. Exactly. So just quickly go through it and see what your kid is going to play or what he's exactly. going to purchase. Second thing is that, you know, during uh, people still uh, among my friends whom I know, they play console games, even though they are married now and they have kids, but they still play games. Uh, even me, myself, in the old days, we used to, uh, you know, our families used to place those TVs and consoles in the living room or in the place where they can view what their kids are playing. Yes. You know, otherwise... Yeah, I'm, because, absolutely correct, because mm. nowadays kids have uh, TVs in their rooms, man. Exactly. They have man. all the setup in their rooms. Exactly. So, you know, that's what I was coming to. Like, this is a solution for the parents who are yeah. listening to. Like, you can come up with the idea of, like, placing, tell, tell your kids, like, okay, fine, you want to play these games, fine, you can play them, not just gun but games. play in front of us. But play, like, you know, in a place where we can observe, we can yeah. see what you're doing. And, yeah, then obviously, like, you, you know, okay, this kid has been playing for one or two hours, fine, then you can uh, you can keep a balance, you can yeah. keep a check on him. But if the kids have their own rooms and they have their own consoles in their rooms, you don't know how long is he playing, you don't know when he's playing in the morning or the night, and daytime or nighttime. Yes. So, yeah. So, uh, this is one solution. And obviously, many kids uh, nowadays download games online, right? Yeah. Um, the best way, because at the end of the day, you're the parent, you're paying for them, okay? <laughs> so, you should have a say in what type of games they download. So, you know, before they're downloading any game, you should have a look at the, uh, at the ratings of the game. Uh, yeah, that's a very simple way to look at it. As far as mobile usage is concerned, now I would like to reiterate this, that mobile gaming adds a whole new dynamic right mm. so you can basically be lying in the you can basically basically be in the lounge or the drawing room 
okay mm-hmm. and you could have your headphones on and mm-hmm. some guy is swearing at you while you're playing pubg or while you're playing some game yeah it's it's quite common and it's quite possible so again to counter to counter this you know you should have a real talk with your child and if your children are very young you know what i what i mean by very young is less than the age of 13 or 11 Yeah. So you should definitely have a parental control app on on their phones. Plus, you gotta uh, keep an eye on them that you know uh, if your kid is is not bullying, sorry, bullying someone, yeah. or is not getting bullied by someone. Exactly. You know, uh, it might be that your kid is not uh, not being bullied. He is the bully. Right? Yeah, exactly. He or she is the bully. So so you you gotta keep an eye and you gotta keep your ears open, man. Exactly. And uh, that's a good point. Yeah. So uh, I would say, man. uh nowadays as no one was also saying once again you, you got to keep an eye on your kids and just see whatever uh, things they are purchasing or downloading yes and i know it's it sounds a lot of work but if you really into this thing yeah you will make time and you will keep an eye on them and after all you know this is this is the sensitive age and this is the time when your kids are learning everything they're picking everything up their minds are sensitive and so you if you uh, are responsibly taking care of them and you know telling them what is right and wrong the future will be bright for them otherwise you know god forbid scenarios like you know gun shootings and you know ramp whatever you call them yeah this can happen again in the future so yeah numan uh, if you want to add something right else. i mean no stole words out of the right out of my mouth man excellent closing and yeah on that note we'd like to end today's podcast um if you like the podcast please like and share subscribe and hopefully we will see you next week nabil has something to add oh yeah folks uh, press the bell icon button in case you know if you want to be updated with all the latest videos and stuff thank you for your time take care peace peace guys thanks for listening we hope you like the podcast subscribe to our youtube channel and check us out on facebook and instagram you won't regret it two aliens out